My name is Denny Bergaker, and today we are looking at Matthew 8, verses 28 through 34. When Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of the Gadarenes, two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tombs and were so violent that no one could go through that area. They began screaming at him, Why are you interfering with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding in the distance. So the demons begged, If you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. All right, go, Jesus commanded them. So the demons came out of the men and entered the pigs, and the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and down into the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town, telling everyone what happened to the demon-possessed men. The entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave him alone. Matthew was one of Jesus' chosen disciples who followed him around the countryside for about three years. I'm sure during that time he observed many incredible incredible things. So when he was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the book of Matthew, why was this story included? And what can we learn from this story that we can apply to our lives today? If you read the verses just before and just after this story, you see that Jesus and his disciples crossed the Sea of Galilee in a terrible storm to get where the encounter took place and left immediately after it took place. This was a specific appointment that Jesus had. The miracle was not only to benefit these men by casting out the demons that possessed them, but also to provide a lesson for us today. So let's take a deeper look at this story and see what God has to say for us. These two men were not only outcasts, but they were dangerous to the point that everyone avoided them. They were loud, obnoxious, and beyond human control. Jesus not only had compassion on them, but he also had the power that was stronger than the demons that controlled these men. The demons that inhabited these men immediately recognized who Jesus was. They proclaimed that he was the Son of God. They also knew what it says in Revelation 20, verse 10, that at the end of the time, Jesus will return and the devil and his demons will be thrown into a lake of fire where they will be tormented forever. They showed this when they told Jesus that it was not yet the appointed time for him to do that. I find it interesting that the demons knew exactly who Jesus was, the power that he possessed, and what the ultimate outcome of Satan's battle with Jesus would be. His disciples, on the other hand, who just before this event, when they had witnessed Jesus calming the storm in verse 27, responded by saying, Who is this man? His disciples his followers didn't fully understand who Jesus was and the power he possessed as the Son of God. We also see clearly that the express purpose of the demons was to kill and destroy. They knew that they were going to lose power over these two men and were going to be thrown out of them. They still wanted to cause death and destruction, so they asked to be allowed to go into the herd of pigs. They couldn't go on their own but needed permission from Jesus to do so. Jesus gave them permission to enter the pigs in order to, 
for us to see very clear, clearly the destruction that comes when people are controlled by Satan rather than being controlled by Jesus. Note also the response of the herdsmen. They went and told everybody what had happened. They had seen an incredible miracle and were compelled to tell everyone. The demon-possessed men were healed, and the demons that controlled them were destroyed by the herd of pigs drowning. You would think that the people of the town would worship Jesus and ask him to heal the sick like he was doing everywhere else. You would think that they would want to know more about who Jesus was. But what was the response of the people? They didn't want any part of Jesus. The townspeople, when they heard about the miracle and the loss of the herd of pigs, pleaded with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. They were more concerned about a herd of pigs than the two men. In the Gospel of Mark and Luke, where the story is also recorded, we, re we read that one of the men who was healed returned to Jesus as he was leaving and begged to go with Jesus. Jesus told him, no. Go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. The man obeyed and not only went and told his family, but also went out to the, all the towns in the region, proclaiming the great things that Jesus had done for him. Looking back at this story, there are four primary groups or characters. First of all, there were the demons. They knew who Jesus was. They knew the power that he possessed, and they even knew what their ultimate fate was going to be. What they failed to recognize is that it's not enough to know who Jesus is or even acknowledge his power. We must surrender our lives to him, have a personal relationship with him, and serve him. Today there are people who acknowledge who Jesus is but refuse to go all the way and surrender their lives to him. Then there were the people of the town who saw the power of Jesus but rejected him because the cost was just too high. So today there are people who have, have had an experience with Jesus, but when it comes time to surrender their lives to him, they say, the cost is too high. They say, I want to have fun. I want to have control over my life. I am not willing to acknowledge that I am not a really good person and need a relationship with God. There was Jesus. He made a special trip just to free these men from the demons who controlled them. These were violent men, outcasts from society, and definitely not people you'd want to hang around with. Jesus showed it, shows us that he came to save everyone, including the people the society has turned their back on. Then there was the man who had the demons cast out from him and just wanted to spend time with Jesus. Jesus' healing had, give him, had given him a powerful testimony. Jesus told him no, that he was to go and tell his family about Jesus and what he had done for him. Before he was controlled by Satan, and now he had given control of his life to Jesus. He not only told his family, but told everyone he knew about the miracle that Jesus had performed in his life. My question for you today is, which one of these four are you? Are you like Jesus, willing to help those who are hurting and need to feel his love and power and healing? Are you like the demon-possessed man? Are you like the demon-possessed man? Have you been cleansed from sin that controlled you and now you are willing to tell everyone about Jesus and the great things he has done for you and what he can do for them as well? Sadly, many people today acknowledge that there is a God but feel 
fail to want to a relationship with him and accept the free gift of salvation that he has to offer and to obey him. There are those who've heard the good news but feel the cost is too high and have told Jesus just to leave them alone. The fate of these characters is not one which leads to eternal life and a relationship with Jesus. Please pray with me. Father, we thank you for the challenge presented to us, to us in the story of this miracle. We are so grateful that you have the power over Satan and his demons. Father, give us a passion for those under the control of Satan and his demons. Help us to be your ambassadors to them, even when they are not very lovable. Give us eyes to see them as you see them. Lord, you've also commanded us to tell everyone the great news and the great things that you have done for us and what a merciful, loving God you are. Forgive us for the many times we fall short and are not obedient to these commands. Father, we love you.